Hello and welcome to the Senior Care Growth Show, where senior living, sales, and marketing leaders go to grow. I am your host, Rick Whittington, and welcome to episode 20. Uh, today is going to be a solo cast, which means that I'll be speaking to you and sharing some insight from the trenches based on my own experience. Uh, with the next several episodes of the Senior Care Grow Show, we're going to be focusing in on some of the findings from our 2019 State of Senior Care Sales and Marketing Report. Uh, we also have a few really interesting guests planned. And they are going to be joining me here on the podcast, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Okay, so let's take a dive into today's topic. And today's topic is going to be how to turn your senior living organization website into a lead generation machine. And hopefully that's of interest. You know, the rules have changed pretty rapidly in the last 10 years. It used to be that um, you could ramp up your sales team. Uh, you could do advertising offline and people would come to you that way. Uh, but today things have changed quite a bit. Uh, a lot of the purchase decision, in this case, the, the move-in decision or the location decision is affected based on research that people are doing online. And senior care organizations across the spectrum really are trying to figure out how to adapt their marketing efforts to generate new leads in light of all of that. So as you know, occupancy in U.S. senior housing communities has held fairly steady in the past two years, and that's according to the National Investment Center's Market Fundamentals for Senior Housing Report. And their direct quote is, occupancy is still close to historical low levels. And with this as the backdrop, even a relatively mild downturn could result in serious setbacks for companies that are unprepared. So my takeaway from that is that occupancy is still close to historical low levels. And so our own research confirms that lead generation is important, but it's also a problem. It's also a challenge for many senior living communities. Uh, in our 2019 State of Senior Care Sales and Marketing Survey, nearly 50% of the people that responded to that survey said that generating enough leads is their top marketing challenge. And, you know, to me, that is not surprising since we're also seeing senior living organizations struggling to leverage the most powerful lead generation tool at their disposal, which I happen to believe is your website and your internet presence. So let's talk a little bit about optimizing your website for lead generation. You know, I think too many senior living organizations see their website as an expense rather than an asset. And I think that's an important distinction between an asset and an expense. So an expense is something you pay for, and that is going to depreciate over time. An asset, on the other hand, is something you invest in, and that's going to gain value and generate income and revenue for your organization. So I believe your website is, an ex is not an expense. It is an asset to your business. Um, your, your website is a vital asset in terms of lead generation. You know, over a website's lifetime, um, your website should earn your organization literally millions of dollars in revenue. And the life of a website, I'm thinking of for the purposes of the podcast here, is about three to four years. So if the life of a website is three to four years, 
your website should generate enough leads to earn you millions of dollars in revenue. And yet our industry has been so confused about digital marketing that, you know, there are other websites that are collecting leads and even selling them back to us. Uh, that seems a little backwards to me. Uh, those lead aggregators are certainly, you know, adding some services and adding some benefits, but they're doing the very same work that your website could do. Uh, but they're charging you for those leads. So why, why would you not go for those leads yourself and, and skip the middleman? Um, it's time to transform our websites into lead generation machines that really can earn millions of dollars in revenue. And I think you can start seeing qualified leads coming from your senior housing organization by just making some basic changes to your website and to your digital marketing approach. So I wanted to look at a few of those things today a few of these improvements that can generate big results uh, if you just implement them properly. The first change uh, that I believe all senior living websites need to look at is optimizing your individual locations in search. So think about how many seniors and decision makers are going to look online and conduct their research. It happens a lot. I mean, that Forrester research tells us that. Uh, our own research tells us that they're going online and doing research first. Uh, one, of the th one of the things that they're doing in that process is they're going to Google and they're looking for senior living near me or senior living in Orlando, Florida or some geographic search. And when they do, they're going to see results of several places on a map. And they're also going to see a list of search engine results. So you want to be on the top of the search engine listings and you want to be on that map. Those two things are really important. And as many, to get as many listings as you can possibly get on that first page is really going to be clutch to your success. So listings on the map also display ratings and reviews, which are tremendously helpful for online research. How many reviews does your community have? Um, what's the average rating? Have you looked at that recently? If your organization has three reviews and another competing organization or location has 37 reviews, your prospect is going to click the community with 37 reviews. They want to be able to see what other people are experiencing, uh, see what other people have to say. And that user-generated content is really important uh, to making some of those initial early decisions as they first start to do their research. So you're going to want to get more reviews. You're going to want to obviously get excellent ratings if you can, so that when people are searching for senior living centers, your ratings stand out above the crowd. Uh, one of the things that you'll need to do in order to do this is to optimize your Google My Business profile for each individual location that you operate. So if you operate 400 locations, yes, you need to have 400 listings for Google My Business, for each, one for each of those locations. Uh, that's going to be a lot of work. If you have 10 locations, obviously it's, it's a little bit less work, but that means going out and finding some positive reviews. So there are some ways that you can do that, but finding those positive reviews and getting, getting sure those people are making sure those people submit them on a regular basis. So you're going to want to be getting as many positive reviews as you can, soliciting those reviews and getting as many positive reviews on a regular basis as you can so that you build up that library of ratings over time. Uh, so my advice to you also on Google My Business would be to include photos. And you may actually want to include a short walkthrough or virtual tour video 
on your Google My Business profile for each location. So imagine if I'm sitting on my couch at home and I could go and I could look at a location and I could see, walk in the front door and see the rooms and things like that. That's going to make a, a very positive impression on me as opposed to having to schedule a tour and drive there and see it. Now, obviously, at some point, someone will want to do that. But uh, at least initially in their online research, it, it's really helpful to have that information there on the Google My Business profile. So fill out a good description of the community on your Google My Business profile. Uh, put as many photos as you can, videos if you can. Uh, optimize your, uh, your description of the community using optimized keywords and search terms because Google will find those and index those and bring those back for searches. And then finally, and this is important, just make sure the name, the address, and the phone number are correct and match what's listed on your website. So the next thing that you can do to make your website a lead generation machine is to optimize your website. So here's what we mean by that. So creating really strong content that lives specifically on your website is going to be really helpful for you. Uh, social media content is very helpful, but the problem here is that you don't own that content. So if Facebook decides it's going to do away with a certain feature over time, and, you, and that's the only place you have that content, you're gonna lose it. You don't own Facebook. You do own your website. Um, Facebook, if it's, if it's listed on Facebook, Facebook controls who sees your content too. Their algorithms are constantly changing, they're unpredictable. One thing that you do own is your website. So you have complete control with how that content appears and, and where it goes. So you have a lot greater control over it and your marketing results don't depend on a third party who doesn't know you or care about your business. Um, for, for your senior housing website to generate leads and revenue, it's gonna be optimized for specific results. So you can start really by focusing on three key areas as you look at content on your website. So the first one is to show up on searches that don't include your organization's name. So, people aren't always searching for your specific senior living community's name. They're really looking for answers to their questions. They're trying to do research and trying to learn more. And so the keywords that bring people to your website are related to those questions. Uh, understand their questions and you'll know the right keywords to optimize for. Uh, use that natural language. Make sure your sales team is writing down these specific terms that people are asking about so that you know what to optimize your website for. Uh, optimize your website for location as well. Now, we already talked about Google My Business, but you're, on your website, you're also going to want to include maps, phone numbers, email addresses, lots of photos, video tours if you can, and maybe a short video tour. Anything that tells Google that you've got great location-based information that people will find valuable and helpful. So those are the types of things that Google is prioritizing. Websites that have multi multiple forms of media, uh, audio, video, uh, photos, written word, content, those types of things really need to be on the location pages themselves, the individual location pages, so that Google, Google can see that and optimize. So the second way to optimize your website is to optimize for conversions. And so this is just fa a fancy way of saying, make sure that there are enough places for people to submit their name and their email address and their phone number if they are interested. So your calls to action 
should go well beyond just a contact us button or link on your website. Instead, what you need to do is find ways to provide relevant, helpful information for people. For example, if you're operating a senior living center in Madison, Wisconsin, you might consider hiring a researcher to do a study of senior living options and pricing in the Madison, Wisconsin area. And then you can publish those results in a PDF on your website. So then when people are searching for senior living pricing in Madison, you'll have a research report that gives them that information. Google is going to see that a very high value and promote that above other listings. And then your website will be optimized for search. So then to read that report, they're going to need to fill in, um, they're going to need to go to your website. They'll need to fill in some basic information like their name and their email address. So the idea there is that you've got content that's so optimized for search, people will click over from search engines to your website to be able to download and read that content. And because that is content they can't get anywhere else, there's some value to your organization, but also to the customer. And so now that you have that contact information, you can start a conversation. Uh, you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have gotten those new contacts with a contact us button. It just doesn't provide the prom, it doesn't promise the value uh, that those particular prospects are looking for like contact, uh, content does. So the third way you can optimize your website is just to be informational. People are researching before they reach out. That's just the, the fact of the matter today. Uh, Forrester Research says 70% of that decision is made before they even reach out. So your website really should not be a glorified brochure. It shouldn't be all about you. It really needs to be more about the prospect. Uh, it needs to be about the services you're providing. Uh, it really should be a community of education, support, interaction. Make it a place where people can learn about senior living in general and get a really good grasp of what they can expect, not just senior living at your community. So this approach is going to attract people to your organization because you're providing helpful information that they're looking for right now as they search for it. So you're answering their biggest questions uh, that, that oftentimes just have them in knots. They just don't know where to go for those answers. And so if you can provide those answers, uh, they will come to you when they have additional questions about senior housing. You'll be the first one they turn to. So the next way uh, to make your website a lead generation machine is to boost your speed to lead. Now, this is just a, a really big issue we see in the industry today. Uh, the question here just is how fast do you respond to those inquiries that come in? Uh, we were giving a, a talk at one, uh, one event and we reached out to 14 different senior living organizations in our area uh, here in Virginia just to see how quickly they would respond. And within two days, only about 40% of those had replied to us and a few never replied at all. And, and simply put, that's just not acceptable. Um, if you get a lead from your website, from a phone call, from a walk-in, wherever that comes from, you need to be as responsive as possible to them. And so responsiveness communicates a lot about your senior housing organization, including the kind of attention that residents receive um, the, you know, the value you place on people and your professionalism. So not only do slow response times indicate that you're not interested in the callers or the people who write in through your website, um, you're really showing them that you don't have your act together. And that's really what it looks like. I know when we called those different communities, the ones that didn't call us back, I just think they don't have their act together. I wonder how they treat their residents. 
Um, and that's just how it works. Um, you really need to respond within minutes. I mean, literally minutes, not days. So if you don't reply within 24 hours, you have completely lost that prospect. And that may seem like a tall order. I realize that you know, sales consultants, uh, sales specialists, sales managers are really, really busy people. And a lot of people at communities are being asked to do multiple jobs. So following up with someone immediately and really quickly is very difficult to do. Uh, but an automation platform actually can make fast follow-up very, very easy. Um, one word of caution, though, if you do use automated follow-up uh, that, that feels automated, that doesn't have a personal touch to it, it really can be as harmful as no follow-up at all. So make sure you personalize any automation that you're using at your community. So for a senior living community, the personal touch is really vital with every interaction. And so here are some examples of how you can personalize those interactions, even if they are automated. So the first thing you can do is send your emails from an actual person's email account. For example, if John Smith is working at your location, send the email from John Smith at their actual email address. Don't use info at uh, yourcommunity.com or something like that. Actually use it so that when someone gets that email, they can hit reply and reach John Smith. That's going to be really important. So use your recipient's name in the greeting. So a lot of automated messages just say hi, or they just go right into the message. Make sure you say hi and then the person's name that, that's actually writing in. So your automation should be able to look at that inquiry that you receive from your website and pass that into the email right away uh, so that it's customized. Uh, make sure you write templated emails in a way that's really warm and personable. And the way I like to talk about this is pretend like you're writing a prospect back when you write that templated email. Actually, maybe look at some of the emails you've written other people and make that your email template. Uh, it doesn't have to be something you write from scratch. Use emails that you've written other people as you've responded to those leads and make that your template. Uh, make sure you're customizing information in that template uh, to better suit their needs and what they asked for. And then finally, the signature line should include that actual person who is quote unquote sending the email. Uh, it should offer their direct phone number and always include a photo if possible. So make sure that it looks, it really does look like someone's signature. It has their photo, their name, their uh, direct phone number so that it really does look like a personal email has been sent. So one more tip that I'll give you is to invest in online advertising. So I know another great way to boost your digital marketing is to advertise online for low cost leads. Uh, we know that about half of organizations that we surveyed are going to be spending more on paid search this year and paid social, paid advertising online. Uh, digital advertising can be really, really tough to do. And I, I hear from a lot of people who say, we've done this before, it didn't work for us, I'm really skeptical. But digital advertising, when done right, can actually provide lower cost leads for you. And so Google and Facebook can be two cost-effective advertising sources. Um, because they're highly targeted, you can really highly target those geographically and based on interest and based on what they're searching for. Online advertising is much more effective than local newspapers and magazines. 
So online advertising requires specialized knowledge, though, and a, and a real depth of expertise. So this is not something that I would recommend that you handle in-house unless you actually hire people who know how to do this. Uh, I know for, for many larger organizations, this is certainly something that they do. Uh, for smaller organizations, though, this is, this is something that uh, you might be trying in-house. You might be outsourcing to a freelancer or to an agency, but make sure they have a depth of expertise in this because it can get expensive quickly if you're not careful. And if it's not done right, you're gonna be getting leads that are not qualified. Uh, you may not be getting enough clicks ba you know, based on the, the money that you're spending. You're, you may not be maximizing your budget. So really be careful with that. So I'll end the podcast today with just this thought to wrap it up. Is your web presence generating millions of dollars in revenue over the course of three to five years? And, you know, if you answer no to that question, it's really time to take a look at your website. This is, I really believe this is a key to the future for senior living organizations. Your website is not a brochure. It is a powerful lead generation tool if you invest in it. And just do a quick audit of your website. Compare it against those uh, these optimizations that I've talked about, have you done any of these things? Uh, look at your competitors. What are your competitors doing? What are your larger competitors doing? Because I know if you have larger competitors and they have in-house teams, they are, they're doing it pretty well. So, you know, if you're, if you're a smaller provider or a smaller operator, a smaller organization, figuring, it, figuring out how they're doing it well and comparing to them may be the change that you need. So just identify what needs to change, prioritize those needs, start tackling each one, one by one. And before long, you should be capturing your own leads and improving your occupancy. So I hope that is helpful for you. Uh, depending on how you like to consume this content, uh, we have a number of ways for you to join our community. So obviously you're aware of this podcast if you're listening and if you're not subscribed yet, I would highly encourage you to do so. Uh, you can do that by going to iTunes or going to Stitcher. Uh, and while you're there, if you like the content of the podcast, please do us a big favor and write us a review and give us a rating. I greatly appreciate that because it helps me get some feedback on the content and it helps other people discover that content as well. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post these video podcasts if you'd rather watch. And you can just go to YouTube and search for Senior Care Growth, and you will find our channel there. Uh, if you're interested in some of the other metrics and information from our 2019 State of Senior Care Sales and Marketing Report, you can actually go and download your copy for free at our website at SeniorCareGrowth.com. Well, thanks for listening. This has been Episode 20, and we'll talk to you next time on the Senior Care Growth Show. Take care.